Good morning, everybody. Welcome to City Lift Online. Today is a special day. First of all, we're filming at Thursday night. This is what's happening right now. It's Thursday yeah. night. Hey, coming to you on a Sunday That's morning. That's why it's dark and there's it's no light coming through my window, even though it's Sunday morning where you are. It's in my face. <laughs> it's awesome. We have Martin and Mary Ellie joining us all the way hey from guys. their house. <laughs> Come on. We're at our house, they're at their house, and we are Zoom meeting Sorry. to give you the word this morning. We are, we are. So today is we're continuing our Family Matters Volume 2, and this one is about parenting. So we thought it'd be kind of fun to bring a couple more parents in here. And we all do have young kids, uh, but the majority of our families have young kids, so we thought we're going to hit a target yeah. audience today. And um, we are youth pastors for 10 years of our life, so I feel like the teenager years like we can talk into the teen years. yeah story. i think yeah. we can a we little can. bit we can a little bit yeah so but we have a little bit of authority now between four parents about young kids our kids are actually upstairs watching another show with their aunt you're gonna hear some noises and again for one more sunday it's gonna have to be okay yeah. Uh, all right. So today we're going to have a discussion about parenting and each of us are going to bring kind of a neat angle to parenting, particularly as we're all quarantined together. We're all going through this together. Stress, anxiety, fears on the rise that affects kids just like it affects adults. And we want to talk about what we've learned in parenting and how, how we bring God's word and God's voice into parenting. Hopefully, we can encourage you today. I'm sure some of you feel like you're just drowning. We want to bring a breath of fresh air to you uh, this morning, okay? So I want to, I want to start, though. So I, I want to kick this thing off with, with just this thought. And, and that is that you as parents, you are the leaders of your house. You are the gardeners of that garden of your home life. You are the, 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 you're the thermostats, you're not the thermometers. You are the temperature setters. You don't reflect the temperature, you set the temperature. And what I want to say and remind you guys is that, again, you're the leaders of your house and you can't lead someone where you've not gone before. Mm -hmm. So if you've not taken the journey down peace, the journey down unconditional love, the journey down being settled in God the Father, you can't take your kids there. And so I can't lead somebody in a direction I've never never traveled myself. And again, I wanna remind us all here today is, is that again, because you're that leader, you've gotta lead those kids in that direction it means you gotta be there yourself. So the hardest person in the world that I have found to lead is myself. And before I lead my family, I've got to wake up and lead myself mm -hmm. before I ever lead my family. And, okay. and if I can lead myself in a direction of peace, then I can lead my family in a direction of peace. And, and if I'm all over the place, if I'm full of anxiety, if my mind is, is out of control, if I've let mm -hmm. fear overcome me in, in the day, I'm absolutely gonna tank my family. And so just, just a reminder, and what's cool about being a, a smaller sized church plant right now, one day we won't be able to say this, but right now, I think we pretty much know most of the parents and most of the families, which is kind of a cool yeah. thing. And so just, just a reminder uh, to you guys as leaders, you gotta lead yourself there. You have to lead yourself well right now uh, yeah. before you can lead your family well. You gotta take care of yourself, 
you, you got to establish a nice little routine. You got to keep your mental health well, your emotional health well. So, so you got to you got to lead the way and pave the way. I want to read this Proverbs twenty two six, and it says, "Train up a child in the way that they should go. When they're old, they won't depart from it." That word "train," I love this, means to initiate, right? Or or discipline. And discipline is kind of like disciple. It's it's much more about being proactive in training than it is just passing judgment and rules. And, and so I love that it actually means to initiate something. God is expecting you to lead your kids somewhere and he's expecting you to lead yourself somewhere. You got to take ownership and you got to lead the way to train up and initiate the conversation. So a lot of things I based off today before I, before I kind of open up the conversation, to all of us is uh, we based it off this, this book right here. It's kind of hard to see with the lighting there. <laughs> wow. That's how strong the lighting is. Hold this back, this back. says no, it's so still, good. still so much lighting. It's awesome. We're going to have to make some okay. kind of cool graphic for that or something. But it's, it's the Christian Parenting Handbook, and uh, not to be confused with the Agnostic Parenting Handbook. No. <laughs> I just thought it was funny to send the Christian Parenting Handbook. I was like, who's, who's, whatever. It's a great book. It's a great read. I actually, I actually recommend it. And But it's a great book. It's, it's got 50 different like tips on how to parent. So I, I drew from that today. I actually read the book today, studied it as I was getting ready for today. Uh, but again, you're the leader. Uh, you can craft the emotional environment. You craft the spiritual environment. And, and you got to lead yourself first. And then we can lead our children. So that's good. Um, but we're going to build off a lot of things off this, off this yeah. book. So, okay. That's my, that's my opening lines. So what we're <laughs> each going to do is we're each going to take a few minutes each. We've got about 25, 30 minutes here. And we are going to share from our hearts with things that we felt the Holy Spirit on our hearts to give to you, the yeah. church family, uh, as we are all in this together, parenting, navigating this. And, and it has caused a lot of stress. Um, but we're going to take moments now, each go a few minutes and share what we feel like God's put on our heart for you parents to encourage you right now. So that being said, let's pass it to the beautiful Martin and Mary Ellie and let them, let them take, take. One away, so. <laughs> well, you want to go, baby? No, you go ahead first. Babe. Um, well, you can go. You can all right. Minute. So one of the things that as we like we're over what five six weeks into into being at home with the girls and being i mean we just celebrated our daughter's third birthday here at home like we try to make the best out of it and i know that during this time um things get a little more complicated because everybody's home mom and dad are home children are home tasks needs to be done jobs need to get done i gotta go to work she's gonna take care of the kids while i'm at work we then switch around and there's so many things that are going on and the kids are receiving so many, so much information from so many different sources that it's really hard for them to just like concentrate on one. And at the same time, I know that kids have feelings. They feel stuck during this time. They, 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 they have emotions that are like rising up in them. Like we've experienced it with our daughters because they, they, they know what's going on. They may not understand fully, mm -hmm. like, what's going on, but they do understand that something's going on. And for us has been, like, for me in this whole time, one of the things that came up to my mind was, like, I need to listen to my daughters. And in my case, it's daughters. You can have boys. Uh, good for you. Uh, but I have daughters. Um, but I need to listen to them. They may be feeling some type of emotion from the 10-month-old uh, to the 3-year-old and the 5-year-old. I mean, the five-year-old can express herself better. Like, 
telling me, hey, I miss my friends, I miss my school, I miss uh, seeing my, my, my friends. You know, so that is her way of expressing her emotions. Mm-hmm. My three-year-old screams. She just goes crazy. It's like, hi, Malia. <gasps> and it's like, all right, chill. You've awoken the beast. Yeah, like for no reason. And, and we understand, like, it's a time for us to understand that this is a moment where children need to express themselves as well. Coming from the background that I come, like growing up in Latin America and having very strong parents and family dynamics where whatever mom and dad says go, and sometimes there's no explanation to it. It it really puts things in perspective now that we're living these things because I find myself doing that. I do get annoyed sometimes that, that my kids are, you know, acting up and things like that. But I take a moment and I've taken a moment and I'll give you guys some examples about that in a minute. And it's that, you know, growing up in a culture where, where uh, questioning was out of the question. You know, you want to know something like, why, why are we going through this pandemic? And it's like, because we are. <laughs> well, how can I feel better about this? Well, just feel. <laughs> you know, well, can I go outside? No. Because I why? said so. Because I said so. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like this dynamic that, that, that we seem to be like also implementing right now, especially when like patience is running short. Mm-hmm. You know, that we just tell our kids like, hey, this is what, uh, what, what, what needs to be done. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what, you, what you're going through. Yeah. Um, we need to take care of it. And I, I'm going to get my phone because I dropped it because I, I want to share a Bible verse real quick. Dun, dun. I dropped the phone. <laughs> there it is. Um, but oh yeah, my name is phone. Um, but there's a verse in um, in Ephesians uh, that says Ephesians six four it says fathers do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And I know that sometimes it's really difficult to do this because we have a million things going on at home. Like we think, I uh, like things are easy, uh, but they're actually a little harder here from home is that we take time to like to listen to what they feel yeah and the best time to do that is when we're having lunch and dinner mostly lunch we sit down we have lunch i got time to hang out with the girls marielle and i just take a few minutes and say hey how are you guys feeling yeah and it's become not only like a moment for for them to vent but also for them to review things that they learned on sunday at church yeah. uh online so for them to express how they feel things that they want I mean, what we, they, they have some funny requests, like, I want this for dinner. And, you know, if we can do it, we'll make it happen, you know, if we can't. But it's, it's actually going out there, listening to them and letting, letting them know that, hey, you're being heard. Yeah, this is you're a safe feeling, space. Yeah, this is a safe space. Yeah. And this is a place where we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. That is good, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that you took something from your past that was kind of a negative thing recognize through it just with with god developing you over the years and then kind of flipping that on its head to do something extra for your children you know and I, but i think that's i think that's the beauty of following jesus you know every generation oh, get, get a little closer to god's heart and god's wisdom so yeah uh, anyway ben, that, I know you that leads to, right into what i wanted to share yeah. and i want to share off of first corinthians 13 and it's the the love verses that you all probably be probably heard a couple times throughout your Christianity or just maybe just you've heard it, it's on signs, it's everywhere. Um, And we always talk about it in the context of marriage, like love is patient, love is kind. And we talk about it in the relationship between a husband and wife. But I like to look at it through parenting also, because it can 
majorly help us. And just kind of piggybacking off of what uh, Martin said about um, just be just like thinking of them like as real humans like because sometimes i think mm -hmm. we can think oh they're half a person but they're not half a person they're a full True. person they just don't they can't regulate their emotions yet they're not yeah. even developed they say a human like doesn't develop until they're 23 so mm -hmm. we're not de dealing with developed people so yes mm -hmm. our brains are developed but their brains aren't but they're still f full human and we and still act bad when we are developed exactly exactly yeah um so I'm just going to read this and kind of talk you guys through it. So love is patient. So how patient are you with your children? I feel like this is one that gets <laughs> parents, right? Because we all kind of reach a boiling point. We're like, I can't be patient anymore. Stop it. You know, and you just want to yell and just be upset. But love is patient. So how patient are you with your children? You know, this is one that I always have to look at. Like, I need to be patient because they're little, they're needing to learn. Yes, they're gonna ask a million questions and I have to be patient because the Bible tells me to be patient through it. Um, love is kind, like how kind are you with your words? You know, and maybe like um, what Pastor Martin said about being raised in a family that maybe wasn't kind to you, we can um, be, we can rise up from that and say, you know what, I'm gonna choose to be kind. No matter, if I wasn't, you know, treated kind when I was a kid, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna choose to be kind and to my kids and treat them with respect yeah. even though they're little um and then it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking so that's one i think in that gets parents too self-seeking yeah. um it's so easy yeah. to be selfish right we're all selfish by nature but the bible says we're not supposed to be self-seeking so sometimes we might have to help our child with the same homework problem over and over again and they're not getting it and we want to go and do our thing or get to work or watch a show or whatever we want to do and we say you know what it's not self-seeking i'm going to be patient i'm not i'm going to be selfless i'm going to sacrifice this and i'm going to take the time with my kids because they're going to remember um how you treat them it's going to yeah. echo in their lives um it's not easily angered that's another one i think that's big for parents right like how easily are you angered by your children um mm -hmm. the bible says to be slow to anger so with our children, we don't want to just hop on anger the moment they do something wrong, you know? For me, I feel like I am very reaction-like driven. Like, I, I react. 100%. <laughs> and the other day, um, Audrey was brushing my daughter, my almost six-year-old, was brushing her teeth. And I just was, like, you know, bathing my son as she was brushing her teeth. And all of a sudden, I looked over, and she had the full faucet in her mouth trying to get the water and just going everywhere. And my first reaction was like, ah, stop it! You know, and I wasn't that I was being angry. I just was like, ah, that's so gross. Like, there's germs on faucets. Like, I clean my faucet and everything, but we just don't do that, right? And so I reacted, and then she was hurt and started crying like she got in trouble. But she wasn't in trouble. I just overreacted, and I thought, okay, God. I apologized to her, and I was like, you know what? That was, I shouldn't have reacted that way. That was easily worked up. Or even though I wasn't angry, I was easily worked up. I was, easy, I was just jumping on her yeah. for something that she didn't even know was wrong. And so that's another thing to check too, is sometimes kids do things and they don't know it's wrong. And then we yell at them and then they feel shame. And so I noticed that in that moment that she felt shame by the way that I responded to her when that wasn't even my intention. And so yes, as parents, we don't ever say like, no, someone doesn't wake up like, I want to shame my child today. And we don't do that, but it easily <laughs> happens if we react or if we get easily angered on something that they didn't even know was wrong. So just being aware of, do they know that's right or wrong? Or are we just jumping on them because we know it's wrong and they don't? So just putting our minds in their perspective, I think, helps a lot. Do you, do you mind if I add two yeah, seconds on that really fast? Because I know that we all have a few minutes. But 
I, I think that, that because we're under extra pressure and stress right now, it's good for all of us parents to get really cognitive right now about, about our anger levels and our reaction levels and yeah, our frustration. Yes. Uh, to quote Frozen, the first one, uh, I think it was the trolls, they said like people make bad choices when they're mad or scared or stressed. Wow. And that's, you know, you're a parent right there where you can quote a Frozen the whole movie thing. because you've seen it 110 times. Um, but, but it's true. And I think right now as adults, we are under more stress. Yeah. Uh, some have lost incomes, the unknown. Uh, and okay. so I think that pushes all of us, but we don't want to pass it on to our kids. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. really that's really good. Do you guys want to add to that? Because I know it's something that we all, all of those parents at, deal with. Oh, 100%. And I'm Italian and Hispanic. So my first reaction is to be like, uh, uh, you know, and, and now it's, it's definitely been something that we've been. Yeah, and, and I have a shorter patience because, you know, you got stress at work and you come down and you're like, I'm stressed up there, but There's I'm coming down here, here to more what, what's going on so yeah it, it, it definitely hits on the uh, on the uh, yeah. part that you're like you you shame them and you don't that's not even your intention mm -hmm. right it's just a no, reaction that comes out of you exactly it's something that like i know that i have to keep in check and i'm like okay this is so oh, good definitely. for me um okay so this says love does not delay with evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts always hopes and always perseveres and um i just think that with our children this is this is like kind of guidelines for us you know it's like yeah. we're obviously we we naturally want to protect our children and um and just you know love never fails with them and so i think just doing this first corinthians check with our parenting too mm -hmm. is a huge help and for me the ones that stood out like i said is the patience the kindness the not self-seeking and not easily angered i think those are some that we can do daily checks and be like okay i'm gonna love my children today and I'm gonna yeah. do these things because this is this is what becoming more like Christ looks like, especially in my yeah. parenting. So that's yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And I think I think um, you know one of my favorite verses is I actually got it tattooed when Maddie was born. <laughs> um, it, it really I was like so proud to finally be a mom, and it's um, Psalms one twenty seven four, and it just says, "Blessed is the man whose quiver." I mean, I'm sorry, like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born of one's youth. Um, and I, like, I was blown away by that verse. I was like, wow, like I have, like my children are arrows that I throw into the world. Like I'm launching them into the world and how I launch them is, is where they will land, you know? And so, you know, being able to apply a good parenting styles and these kind of moments are, it's, it's like, it's, it's kind of pointing, you know, my arrow into where it's going to land. And, and, you know, we were talking earlier and Pastor Matt said something and he was like, you know, the long-term goal of parenting is to capture our heart, the heart of our children, yep. you know, and to, and to be able to, to capture their hearts. So when they go off into the world, you know, they're not broken, you know, shattered souls that now need rescuing, but um, you know, that they, they have that from us. So um, I think it's, it's good to always know too, like what are good ways to be able to, you know, discipline our children while we're all home under stress, trying to not be angered, but also be diligent parents and teaching our kids, you know, it's not okay to cry and scream and throw chairs in the house. Like that's yeah. definitely got to get addressed. But now it's, there's a time, there's a way to do it that will help us. Like, like Pastor Alyssa was saying is keeping our anger in check and, you know, we're not reacting, but we're actually acting on a plan and so one of the things that we have been doing and and sometimes for us it looks like this martin walks away <laughs> he's like i can't it's too much i'm going back upstairs um and and 
truly for us, it's just been, we, we developed a plan and we, we've been able to identify, which is like key thing number one is just to identify, be able to like take a step yes. back and identify if you have multiple children, try to identify their love languages, their triggers, you know, what, what they're needing from you or missing out on. Um, and then once you have that, you can kind of together formulate a plan on like, okay, what are things that you're going to target on? Like what is behavior that you want to modify? What is behavior you want to extinguish? You know, what is behavior that you want to reward? And then focus on that. Like as a um, behavioral analyst, I learned a lot on how to do that. And one of the simplest way to be able to do that is to say, you know, for example, our two-year-old, she's just like, we joke around like you've awoken the beast because she just wants to yell and scream and cry over everything if you scream at her she's gonna get louder oh it's, it's crazy it's to scream back. there's no reason happen. to argue with her yes. no she's amazing so, and then that's what brought us to this point you know like we can't win with this two-year-old so um we really just decided okay when she starts reacting to us in a really crying and screaming kind of way we literally just walk over her like we just walk away and we it's pretty much telling her with our body language that that is not a way to communicate to mom and dad and when I will tell you this, it's going to get so much worse before it gets better. Like yeah. she cried and screamed one time for 20 minutes. But <laughs> the, the idea of modifying behavior is that it gets less and less because then they learn that when they calm down or you know they do the behavior that you're trying to reward or keep, that um, it, it extinguishes the old behavior. So now she learned slowly that um, we just won't even look at her. Like not even to tell her that's not a way to talk to us. You know, we just, won't give her any attention. And then when she calms down, we immediately reward it. Like, good job calming down. And we're so extra. And so that's one of the things we've been doing, trying to it's just counter, it's modify behavior. Uh, it's contradicting the way I was raised. So contradicting. Because yeah. if you start screaming, you're going to get it. Yeah. You know, if you start throwing a tantrum, you're going to get it. So it's been like, for me, it's been a, it's a grown moment to understand that sometimes like the way you uh, educate your children is not necessarily who's the strongest in the room. And I think like the only reason we're, we are the strongest is because we're bigger. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're stronger in mind. And, I, and, and it really has helped me like grow my patience. It's helped me grow as a dad that my first reaction is not to attack my daughter's like, why are you crying? You know, rather than be like, follow her steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those are just like some two cents and just help us and, and be able to guard their hearts um, while also trying to discipline. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, your children will be a reflection of who you were as a parent, which yeah. we all see it in us. You know, like sooner or later, they're going to grow up and, and they're going to start acting like us. And I'm like, man, I want them to act like in the good way that I was, not like <laughs> the crazy Martin way that I am, you know, right now. But, but it, is, it, is, it is part of like their growth. It is yeah. part of like, and I think this is a great moment for us as parents to really like be exposed to those moments and challenges because there's nowhere to run. Like you can't send them to a, like, Oh, go to your grandparents' house or, yeah. you know, go to school or ignore it. No, they're going to be there regardless of how long time yeah. it takes. Yeah. You know, I, what I think what COVID has done, one of the things that it's done is what is good and what is negative about all of us is just getting exposed. Mm -hmm. you know, oh, definitely. I think all the healthy things that every family has created is getting exposed and all the unhealthy patterns are getting exposed um yeah. you know so it's it's yeah. really bringing certain things to the surface and which i think ultimately can be a good thing that we can yeah. all all address and work yeah through. and i want to say one more um, thing yeah, um is in a season is to give yourself grace 
um because you will yes. make mistakes you know and we're not Extra saying grace. we're not we're not wow. saying that we're perfect and we have it all together we're just saying that these are some things that we've learned and that have helped us in every season of parenting obviously looks different like i remember when my my kids were babies like that was such a different thing there was no discipline right there's these cute little babies that just need you they enter the twos and the threes and their will comes out and you know, and then you're, then you're trying to, you know, shape that, like, you know, what, what, um, Pastor Martin Mary were just talking about. And, and then you get the school age kids, kids, and you know, their, their, their emotions are a little bit more, you know, tamed. You don't have as many outbreaks, hopefully. Um, and then, um, you're training them up and they're wanting to be like you and, it's just a totally different season. And so there's all these seasons. And then obviously the middle school season where they're, mm -hmm. they're finding out who they are and they, mm -hmm. they're still a kid, but they're teenager kind of, and they're getting mm -hmm. these bodies and all these things are happening. Right. And so that's a totally different season to parent. And then obviously the high school um, season where you're becoming more of their coach and you're, you're helping them, you know, make the right decisions and leading them, you know, towards Jesus yes. um, every day. And so they're all different and they all look different and there's different things. But I think these principles, they still apply um, to whatever season of parenting that you're in. And maybe you're not a parent yet and you want to be a parent, um, put these, tuck these away for, um, oh, for yeah. when, when you, that promise gets fulfilled in your life and just give yourself grace right now. Um, and really seek the Holy Spirit's help. Um, yes. I really believe that if you ask the Holy Spirit to come in the midst of your parenting, mm -hmm. he shows up and he helps you. Um, yes. You know, I remember when my daughter was two and the tantrums were outrageous and I would cry when she threw a tantrum because I was like, what am I doing wrong as a parent? Why is she throwing fits? And I remember just, it was a mix of wisdom of reading books on parenting and then just asking, you know, for the Holy Spirit's help, like, help me Holy Spirit with this child. Mm -hmm. Every child is so different. They have mm -hmm. specific needs, um, specific desires and wants and callings on their lives yeah. and their destiny. And so you have to ask for God's help to help mold and shape them because mm -hmm. ultimately they don't belong to us. They belong to God and yes. we want them to follow after God. We want them to grow up to be mighty men and women that are going to world and so in your season of parenting look at it like that it's not about this moment it's about the future and what they're going to be and so yeah. i remember back to when my daughter was two i said holy spirit help me help me love her and 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 get her through the season and it was tough and it was trying and it took mm -hmm. every ounce of me um through that and she's a sweet angel now she totally you would never know if she was like that when she was two ever you would never know that she's the sweetest thing um but i just really had the holy spirit just help me through that and yeah, for the Holy Spirit's or, comfort for me during that, because it's hard when your kids acting out. And I've talked to parents, like I said, we were youth pastors for 10 years. I've talked to parents and their teenagers are acting out and rebelling. And I think the number one advice I can give you is ask for the Holy Spirit to intervene yeah, yeah. and come in the midst of your parenting. And you will see God move um, on their hearts and on your heart. And it's a beautiful thing. So. 100%. 100%. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, we just believe how God transforms us from the inside out, that he uses parents to, you know, help bring that transformation to kids. And I yeah. just, again, give yourself extra grace out there, parents. We're all going through so much. You're, you're doing probably better than you think you are. For sure. Yeah. Give your spouse oh. grace. Your spouse yes. grace. Yeah. Give your spouse grace. And they need a grace. moment to step out. Yep. <laughs> you know, out. I'm, 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 I'm going to close with this um, from the Bible where the prophet Elijah was uh, just did amazing miracles. Uh, and then the uh, Jezebel wants his life. He's on the run and he's having this emotional breakdown. And he's like, God, I'm the only one left. Kill me. I might as well die. 
And when God starts ministering to him, the first thing he does is gives him some food and then he goes to sleep. Don't underestimate the power of a nap and a snack. And <laughs> yes. so take a break, eat some good food, put your kids to bed. Tomorrow's going to be brighter. You're yes. going to get through this. Hang so in good. there. Amen. Right. Diglett fam, we love you so much. Can't we wait love to you guys. Dude, miss you guys. Thanks so much for joining us for Family Still Matters Volume 2. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, there's no better time to start that relationship than today, and I would love to help you in your journey. Just go to our website, click the New Here tab. You can fill out the form and let us know you want to start that journey, and we'll be in contact with you. We would love to pray with you over the phone and send you videos to help you start your journey. Also on our website, we keep it up to date with everything that's happening at City Live Church Online. We have the Zoom groups happening. We have ways to give. We have links to our new single, Future Hope, that City Live Worship just released a couple weeks ago, and there's other resources available also on our website. So make sure to go check that out and follow us on Instagram. Instagram's a great place that we can just keep in contact and you can keep up to date with everything that's um, happening. So we hope to connect with you during the week through Instagram, through online, and any other way that we can connect with you. We love you guys and we'll see you soon.